That's really nice. Can you do that again? Vegan hacks. That's what I'll do for the Halloween. Why do we have a Halloween episode? It'll be like vegan hacks. We Ooh, should wear costumes, scary. and yeah. we sh- we can wear pro vegan outfits and everything. Yeah, we should definitely um, make a vegan Halloween party. Beyond that, hey, this is off topic, but do you want a future episode to be about antinatalism? I've just noticed a a lot of vegans also believe that humans shouldn't have babies have you noticed that we need an expert on that one (laughs) yeah we'll bring in an expert there's certain topics i don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole and that one and that's one of them well i mean we we don't have to talk about it Uh, you know i i understand both sides of the argument but there's definitely some people who are kind of intense about it i can understand like bringing a child into this world is very, very difficult, especially because it's of the environmental world. issues yeah. and the overpopulation. Turmoil. Yeah, but you know, biological imperative. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I think more vegans need to give birth so they can have more progressive babies. Yeah, yeah that's that's also an <laughs> argument. I, I yeah. Um, speaking of progressive, what? Why, what we're going to explore today, like why is veganism associated with like the left? Issues like factory farming, you know, definitely is a more of a big business thing. Mm-hmm. Social norms, things that exist within the whatever, the machine is different than, let's say, off the beaten path where we vegans are for the most yeah. part. I mean, I, I also think that it's always a cheap joke. Like a lot of politicians will use mm-hmm. vegans as a cheap joke. I mean, a lot of people use vegans as a cheap as joke, a regardless of, of their political affiliation. Placeholder for left coast, you know, coastal elites, fancy schmancy people who like don't understand what the real like working man uh, goes through. Yeah, salt of the earth, beef salt eating the, yeah. people. I have noticed, like in some of the posts that I've done that you get some conservative people. Also, there's a, you know, how, um, well, I don't know if it's evangelical, but how the Christian right is sort of definitely against, let's say, I don't know, stuff like, you know, plant-based meat or... or um, The Christian right is against plant-based I, meat? I think so. I think so. There's a... Really? There's a, like a passage in the Bible about having dominion over animals. Are you familiar with that passage? I've heard it somewhere, but you know, I'm not uh, that familiar with it. Well, g- God, I guess, gave humans dominion over the animals. But what is dominion? Is it taking care of the animals? Is it killing them and eating them? <laughs> right. Yeah, it could be. Like, just because you have dominion over something doesn't mean you have to treat it cruelly right you can be a benevolent king maybe unless you're a human and i guess cruelty is in our dna perhaps in our nature yeah i mean i i read about this and a lot of what i was reading kind of confirmed inklings i had like you know some articles said that conservatives didn't a lot of conservatives who were vegan briefly went back because their reasons for it were like you know health-based and not for the animals or they didn't feel a lot of social support a lot of vegan role models happen to also be like pretty liberal. Um, so conservatives don't really have someone to like model themselves after. 
and and there's also just the the fact that conservatism like by its nature is about maintaining the social order maintaining the old way of doing things not uh deviating too far from tradition and so you know when you grow up in a meat-based tradition uh you like deviating from it is a fundamental like change in your the fabric of your life beyond that also uh, i think a lot of farmer types are conservatives and so you know ranchers well, they go hunting too hunting yeah i think that there is definitely a link between let's say i mean i'm gonna say there's a general trend of racism in the gop i mean it's a it's it's, it's focused in on maintaining let's say white power mm-hmm. over you know minority groups and and uh, uh you know issues of gender they're always attacking it's part of the culture yeah, war and right. I, I just think that people that are let's say racist and bigoted are more apt to be speciesist speciesist and against animals as well yeah I mean, I I, I want to say like not not all Republicans are racist, but a lot of racists happen to coincidentally be Republicans. <laughs> Was that your escaped hatch, Mike Keller? No, I just don't like. I I don't want to re- characterize. All, you know what I mean? It's a, like, yes, there's definitely like a a racist streak in there, but you can't say they all. You know, like Mitt Romney is probably not racist. <laughs> he marched for uh, civil rights, didn't he? I think that. There's certain things that I see, especially when I see like a post on like Twitter or, you know, something where there are people that will be totally illogical with their arguments or they'll, they won't be fully informed, but they're using their words to sort of hide the fact that they're actually racist. <laughs> you know, oh, I, yeah, I see like this all a, the time. You know, I, I, dog whistling. Yeah. Or, or not just even dog whistling, but, but presenting a illogical argument and believing that illogical are maybe not maybe not even necessarily believing that 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 illogical argument but pushing out something because they feel that they need to make maintain or protect their way of life whatever that is yeah i mean sure there's definitely a like we want to maintain our group our tribe as like a staying on top you know having dominion over others and so part of that is like if you're going to have dominion over other people like of course you're going to have dominion over like any animal so i have a quote from marjorie taylor green this is going to be a good one you're going to like this if you haven't heard it before you have to accept the fact that the government totally wants to provide surveillance on every part of your life they want to know when you're eating they want to know if you're eating a cheeseburger which is very bad because bill gates wants you to eat his fake meat that grows in a peach tree dish so you'll probably get a little zap inside your body and that's saying no no don't eat a real cheeseburger you need to eat the fake the fake burger the fake meat from bill gates um, they probably also want to know when you go to the bathroom and if your <laughs> bowel movements are are on time or consistent. I mean, what else do these people want to know? I love how she was elected. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she has supporters. It was grown in a peach tree dish. Well, I mean, maybe this that's is, a different it, type of dish. Instead of a petri dish, it's a dish that's made of a peach tree. Have you seen Idiocracy? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we've it's, gone past that, actually. <laughs> like, it was just a funny movie for a while, and it was a satire, and it was kind of buried, but then it came true. <laughs> I don't... I, I think that there's elements of entertainment and maybe people vote for her because it's funny like it's hey you know we have some entertainment in our lives but wow like she she was painting this like big brother dystopian picture where if you don't like follow the new world order you get like pavlovian conditioning it's like really out there i mean she you know she could be like a hollywood screenwriter not just that. You have a good villain and Bill Gates creating mm-hmm. lab-grown meat right. that has some kind of um, zapping power. <laughs> it, you you know, on one hand, she's dumb. But on the other hand, her rhetoric is actually like very like cleverly crafted to be like insidiously dumb. You know, like persuasive to dumb people. I, I don't know how to say it. Well, you know, I, when I was looking up like Republicans and you know whatever vegan things there's kind of a you know i mean even like let's say like even trump i mean obviously he's a you know villain he's a terrible person whatever grifter or whatever but there's some entertainment value in trump you know if you you strip down all the 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 amazingly horrible things that he does and just like just see him just face value as someone who's entertaining if there was no consequences to his actions and he was still just a reality star, I think he'd be a lot more likable. The problem is that his, you know, whims had consequences, like real life or death consequences over people's lives. Um, You know, the same could be said about, remember W? He was like a really charming, likable guy until he started, like, you know, a never-ending war. But if he wasn't president... You'd want to hang out with him. He's such a like cool, fun guy. I also think. I mean, I have an example of this. I, this is actually from Plant Based News. In uh, 2019, global charity Million Dollar Vegan challenged Trump to go vegan for 30 days, and in return, the organization would donate a million dollars to veterans' charities. Oh, it's now been uncovered that Trump declined the offer due to concerns about lost brain cells. Wow. I, I pictured that he would accept the offer, find some way to like get the million for himself, and then just cheat. Yeah, no, I know. Whatever, man. You know, uh, Ex-White House press secretary Stephanie Grissom recently published a book detailing her experiences with the then president. Grissom explained in the book that she suggested participating in the initiative since it would raise a lot of money for a good cause. According to Grisham, Trump replied, no, no, it messes with your body chemistry, your brain. And if I even lose one brain cell, we're effed. He definitely can't afford to lose anymore. (laughs) But again, I mean, okay, okay. Obviously the propaganda of, you know, Losing brain cells from going vegan? I mean, that's like the dumbest thing ever. The humor wrapped in the fact that he is self-effacing knowing that if he loses a brain cell, everyone's screwed. (laughs) But anyway, the thing on our plate is really about the Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Oh, right. Now, do you know about the Cracker Barrel? Have you ever heard of the Cracker Barrel? 
I, I think I've driven by a Cracker Barrel before. On crack? <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where they, they, they tried to introduce a vegan sausage to their... They have those like packaged cheeses and meat thing baskets, right? Is I don't, for gifts, I don't know. Right? No, is that is is the Cracker Barrel? Isn't that Pepperidge Farm? They, I don't know, but they do have a lot of packaged salami type things. They tried to slip in an impossible salami, and people were like, "How dare you?" Change no, no, the no. Cracker Barrel. They they offered impossible sausage sausage on yeah, their menu. The a salami and a sausage. It's, you know, it's a salami is a subset of sausage, isn't it? I don't know. It's like a patty that you would have for breakfast instead of having one that had pork on it. Yeah. Salami is like a hard type okay. of, of, of I'm, I'm, we're getting into food now. So, salami, correctly. they have vegan salami. Yeah. Okay. So they tried to introduce sausage. People are like, no, no, stop trying to mess with our traditions. Cracker Barrel is a down home country place with only dead animals. But, but the other interesting thing about Cracker Barrel is they have a very checkered past when it comes to, you know, uh, racial incidents um discrimination against uh, lgbtq um all sorts of you know there's lawsuits there's all Are they sorts friends of with hobby lobby i yeah well no i mean in fact i think that one of like one of the ceos was saying like just horrendous things and they, they've they're slowly rehabilitating their image because i mean i don't think it's really good business to be considered racist i mean maybe it's good business if you're going to focus on a small subset of <laughs> of the yeah, population it's, it's, but it's i mean the they have they, I, I guess so it's a chain that they have like 663 stores and i guess they sell little like trinkets and things but it's also kind of this breakfast place and it's this down home southern place and i guess there's people that identify with it but but again the the idea that okay so so when they released the impossible sausage this is what the cracker barrel said i guess this was some kind of instagram post discover new meat frontiers experience the out of the world flavor of impossible sausage made from plants next time you build your own breakfast so so anyway there was a bunch of responses mostly on facebook because i guess they don't have twitter uh, well they have twitter conservatives have twitter but these were like Facebook. There's post. also that special other Twitter. Oh, right? you're talking about Truth Social. So yeah, <laughs> but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm going to act out some of these posts against Cracker Barrel having impossible sausage. Are you Are you going to do like offensive Southern accents? Of course I am. Come on, I got to work okay. on my acting here. Okay. Okay. Here's a post. All the more reason to stop eating at Cracker Barrel. How was that? Was it good? That was great. Yeah, was this great. is not what Cracker Barrel was all about. No, come on. Differentiate your characters. <laughs> I want a different voice for each one. Okay. I lost all respect for the once great Tennessee company. That's an older man. <laughs> I feel bad because, like, again, not all Southern people. <laughs> if I wanted a salad, I, in fact, would order a salad. Stop with this plant-based meat crap! <laughs> like an impossible sausage is a salad and like some that was a, brown. How was that? That was the best one yet. Come on, that you like that actually, accent? Look, yay! You're taking, uh, you're following your father's footsteps. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do one uh, more. Okay, do one more. Oh no, the Cracker Barrel is gone woke. It really is the end times. 
<laughs> I think it also you you remind me a little of those like you know wrestling where they where they talk to the camera and they threaten their like opponent that they're, they're going Listen, to Listen, Mike Keller. Yeah. Stop with your vegan nonsense and eat a steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Undertaker. Maybe that should be like my new alter ego. I can just be like this weird fake country person. I don't know where that actually came from. On a a daily basis that you should do voiceover. Well, you know, I'm working on it. You know, these are I'm practicing on you and whatever our our uh, legion of vegan hacks listeners. Mm -hmm. Our legendary legion. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. So they're they're still posting about their plant based food. I don't think they put it in all their stores, but they did put it in a lot of them. I just think that it's like, you know, it's also this kind of situation where they're always trying to create some type of cultural divide one way or another. Yes, it's it's very frustrating. It, this whole like us versus them mentality is uh, kind of impeding progress on for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, I try my best to try to stay apolitical when it comes to influencing Mm. Um, I mean, maybe not in today. (laughs) Well, but I mean, I'm it's different because I, you know, when I'm when I'm posting stuff, you know, it's it's, you know, I'm I'm posting to strangers, you know, obviously someone who clicks on a vegan hacks podcast, maybe is interested in vegan food, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you're influencing and you're pushing stuff out, you're you don't know who's looking at your stuff. A lot of times the first stuff that gets pushed out is going to, you know, just random people. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I knew, you know, obviously being controversial or being provocative is, you know, different in many different ways. I, I just think that um, sometimes just putting food out there you know, showing food makes people angry. Uh, yeah, food, just like science, should not be political. Um, and I wonder if we're kind of approaching this in an unproductive way by, I mean, in a sense, we're sort of perpetuating this us versus them mentality when in fact, maybe all these organizations like PETA or whatnot, maybe not PETA, but whatever, all these vegan organizations that reach out, they're doing a lot of uh, messaging that resonates with liberals. And it might make sense to, to tailor a message to conservatives to try to reach out to them and see how like what would resonate with them and what would get them to to come aboard what should be a big inclusive tent well there was also this study they were talking about how i guess a democrat is like three times more likely to be vegan or vegetarian than a republican mm-hmm. but i don't think a Republican would tell people that they're being vegan or vegetarian. That's the problem. This is there's this cultural uh, stigma to it, and I, I wonder if there's some way to reach out and try to dispel that, especially for conservatives. Well, and also saying that you care about animals and having maybe say conservative values is just a sign of weakness. Yeah. I I, th- I think the best way to appeal to everyone, regardless of their political affiliation, is to just focus in on the health benefits first. I mean, the the fact that you're if you go to, um, I mean, I don't necessarily think you know Impossible is like the most healthy food ever, but I'm sure it's healthier than eating a pork sausage. 
Yeah, and, marginally healthcare and the, for sure. And the idea, you know, and I also see this too, where you know I get attacked. Oh, the chemicals in your food. I'm like, dude, there's so many chemicals and things in in the processed meat food. Ugh, yeah. Um, but but I I do think that focusing in on the fact that having a plant-based diet is actually beneficial to your health and and i know that like i'm sure there are people who follow a plant-based diet and don't tell people because they're afraid that someone's going to see them in a negative light or going to uh you know point the finger at them so so i i do think that um yeah focusing in on the the health benefits is something that 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 everyone regardless yeah. of their political affiliation, you know, can I, appreciate. I think that's definitely a good step. Um, they, the article I read said that sometimes that's the reason why uh, conservatives tend to relapse is because if it's health, you know, you could just as easily relapse and like smoke, you know. So if it's just for your own health, uh, it's easy to just pick up a pick up a, a hamburger but if you're doing it out of some kind of like deep-seated moral conviction it's uh it's a little harder i guess i don't know yeah i, I mean I'm, i've been dealing with a lot of people that are outraged you know they see something or they went you know they they're 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 focused in on the outrage but i feel like the reason why they're outraged is because there's an inner guilt inside them I think so. I mean, I can't imagine why else you would take it that personally. If, you know, someone else's choices are kind of silly and forgettable, you'd laugh it off. If you're really offended, it implies like there's some kind of intense emotion behind it. Well, so though you're talking about health benefits, but then the underlying other powerful reason to be plant-based or to eat vegan is that ethical part so so the ethical part reinforces the health so we're it's not necessarily this kind of push through confrontation but it's this kind of underlying vibe so it's not just one thing i mean people always ask me oh why are you vegan Mm -hmm. and you know i mean i do present ethical concerns but it's like it's like i'm vegan for all these different reasons for ethical for ecological for my health that empowers people to maintain a vegan lifestyle it's not just one reason it's a bunch of different reasons why it's the way to go word word up man (laughs) cringe i think that the um my my southern accents are excellent, and I give mm-hmm. myself an A plus. They're great, albeit a little cartoonish. They probably come from like Yosemite Sam cartoons and stuff. <laughs> Do you yeah. have a country accent? Can I hear uh, one? Go ahead. I, I was I was actually born in Texas. Does that sound country? It's too subtle. I was yeah. You I gotta, was trying. I was trying you to gotta really get a no, twang. I, like, I, no, no, I, I could be like darn tootin', Buster. <laughs> but I, you know, I wanted to try a more subtle approach. You know, so I wouldn't put off Southern people. You know. So, Mike Keller, enough of this nonsense about crack. Don't ask me what I had for lunch. I will jump in a lake. Will you please jump in a lake? What did you Can have you for breakfast? What, you, what What did you have for breakfast? Good question. I had a breakfast burrito. Okay. Yeah. What was in it? Stuff. Did you film it? 
Do you, how yeah, many yeah, I meals? It. What's your ratio of unfilmed to filmed meals? Like one a day. Like I film one meal a day. So one third of your meals are filmed. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes like I film two meals. Sometimes falls, I film no. Sometimes I film no meals. If a tree falls in a forest and no one hears it, did it even make a sound? Yes, exactly. I, I okay. So I, I mean, I feel like even if I'm making something basic, let's say like a breakfast burrito, I can teach people that like I made my eggs out of chickpea flour. You know, I, you know, there, there's a, there's that, that, I think that's cool. That's cool that you can just take some water, chickpea flour, some seasoning, and you have vegan eggs and it's not hard to do. So I just think like, okay, there's a value there. You know, it's We're, not just, here's a cool breakfast. Well, the yeah. other value is, is like, let me make something that looks delicious. Someone said to me recently, they're like, wow, your food looks so delicious. And I'm like, it's not the food, it's the lighting. Mm-hmm. 